Hi, did you know that your house pet will probably want to eat your dead body? Just take a look at them right now. They look all cute and like harmless. But a scientist hypothesized that pet will lick and nip at the owner's face for comfort out of distress. So eventually they'll draw blood and then the instinct will take over and they'll eat you. Isn't that crazy? They'll be together with you forever. So welcome to an episode of Nevermind a Podcast and I'm your host Izzy Smut. So this week's episode is going to be an interview with Bram with truck stop toilet records um it was a great interview we had we talked about a bunch of things ranging all over the place it was fun and yeah so he sent me this song of a record that he released with drunken rampage and it's so awesome he released a because punk ain't pretty album and the song is called rockstar so when i was listening to it it kind of reminded me of that movie romper stomper with russell crowe do you remember the beginning part where all the skinheads were like yeah blowing out it kind of reminds me that but like this song is so cool because i also do not like rock stars i like i mean i hate that whole rock star mentality of yeah bro look at me that's what they say too yeah bro look at me i could do this fucking 20 minute guitar solo and i'm so sick and all the groupies want to suck my dick it's lame i hate that shit it is stupid it is a thing of the past no longer a thing now you know if you go out you see a bunch of musicians none of them are rock star worthy we just do our thing and that's that you know even if you were a rock star and you have couple groupies good for you but your music probably sucks so this is drunken rampage with rockstar
So that was Drunken Rampage with Rockstar, and this next band is actually Bram's band. So they're called Barking Mad, they're an oi punk band, and the the song is called Turn Your Back from the album Stone Age. The guitarist kind of reminds me of the guitarist from Motorhead. This is an awesome song, it's catchy as fuck, and absolutely, and the message is clear. You know, people should have more loyalty and stop turning your backs on each other. You know, no backstabbing bullshit here. So this is Turn Your Back by Barking Mad. was Turn Your Back by Barking Mad. And the last song I'm going to play before I play the interview with Bram is called Stone Age. Oh man, and this is, so this is off the self-titled album called Stone Age and it's so sick. I had to put it on. I was like, hell yeah. Towards the end, I was just like, the, the guitar solo was fantastic. And usually I don't really care for those, for long guitar solos. But for this one, I'll make an exception because I thought it went really well with the song. It added more to it and I just loved it. So I'm going to play the song Stone Age by Barking Mad and then I'm going to play the interview with Bran from Truck Stop Toilet Records and yeah so let's do it
Bram. I uh, I run Truck Stop Toilet Records, so play in Barking Mad. I'm the bass player and the singer, and I do a whole hell of a lot of work. Sounds like it. I love the name Bram, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks. Dad was a huge Dracula fan, wanted to name me after Bela Gelsey. But my mom said no. She had no idea who Bram Stoker was, so my dad pulled the wool over on her. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. Also, um, you tell me more about your band and Truck Stop Toilet Records. I want to know more. So they actually kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Um, when I put out a 7-inch for Barking Mad um, originally to go on tour, I wasn't a record label yet. So we we were setting up a tour for April of 2021, of all fucking years, and yeah. everything was set to go. I spent like $3,000 on merch, almost $2,000 getting all these seven inches pressed so we could hit the road. Everything had to get canceled, obviously, because of COVID. I think like two weeks before we were going to hit the road, uh, everything got canceled. But so I made up the name Truck Stop Toilet Records because of that anti-hero song, Truck Stop Toilet. And it was just kind of to make it look a little more professional, look like we got a label, but we didn't. No, that that's awesome. What, what? Tell me what bands you've released on on your label. So far, like I said, I did that. That was our first release. Our second release was Drunken Rampage. I had met the bass player Spencer in Tulsa at uh, one of the Fuck You We Rule Fest. And my buddy Def Bastard had actually just put out a cassette for them, cassette version of their album, Because Punk Ain't Pretty. And so uh, we ended up meeting there after the pandemic hit and all the bars were closed. I was spending all my money on records. So I decided, hey, why don't I throw it on Facebook? I'm looking to press a record for someone if anyone's got something good. And so Spencer hit me back and he said, hey, we never got a proper vinyl release. Would you be interested in it? So that's kind of how that came about. So that was our second release. And then our third release now it actually says Truck Stop Toilet or TTR 004 on the spine of the oil change record that we just released with Dismantled. <laughs> but um, it's actually our third release. And so oh. that's uh, that's our most recent. And are, do you plan on releasing more more bands or, or anything in the future? I know it's expensive releasing records, you know. Oh, my God. It's incredibly expensive. I've had a friend that actually sent me, uh, when I started doing this, he sent me a price list of all the, like, what it cost to press a 7-inch and it, back in the 90s. And it was, like, $2 a pop, whereas <laughs> you're paying, like, $4 now these days. It's ridiculously expensive. But uh, it's worth it, though. Um, but we have we have a couple things in the works. Can't really let too much out of the bag right now because we're still working out details and stuff. But we got a couple things coming up uh, that we're pretty excited about, and we'll just see where it goes from there. Awesome. And um, how? And you got started because of your band. You wanted to release. You wanted to just get distribution for your band, or you just wanted to just do a label just to do it? Well, no, like I said, um, it was just to make it look more professional. I self-released it because I just wanted vinyl to bring on the road with us. Uh, we were going to go hit Texas and do like a week and a half and maybe do like one or two shows on the way there and the way back. And so it was really just me making up a label name to look at what make it look like we had had a label backing us already when we really didn't. No, it's all right. Uh, what what about your band? What are you guys doing? Anything new or touring? Yes. Um, so we're talking about doing something to hit the road. We're not sure where we're going to go yet. Can't do as long as we'd like. It's just going to be kind of a long weekend. So we're still kind of talking with some friends about that that want to do a couple dates with us. 
And then right now we're actually, while we started recording eight songs about a year and a half ago, and with how messed up my life got over the last couple of years, a lot of stuff happened. I basically had to restart over. I won't go too far into that, but um, we just didn't really get a chance to get back and mix it and all that. So we just got into the studio last Friday and we mixed six of the eight songs. We got to go back and finish two more. And then I'm most likely going to release it. We're going to be getting on a comp. I can't let too many details out about that because that's going to be pretty big for us. And it's going to be a little ways away. A lot of the bands are still kind of picking back up from COVID. There's like a bunch of oi bands on it you know, working class bands and stuff. Just got to bide our time and just wait for that to happen. Exactly. And I love boy music. So that's cool. I mean, especially when you're in a band. I mean, a lot of people, uh, a lot of bands, they they, they don't want to release their songs on comps. And I'm like, really? That's how you get your stuff out there. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, comps are great. Those are some of my favorite records. I grew up listening to like Punk and Disorderly. Oi, the chart bus, here's Oi, the album. You know, those are my some of my favorite records. Exactly. You get to listen to other bands that you probably wouldn't have never came across if you didn't have that, if you didn't see, you know, their information on a comp or listen to it. You're like, damn, this band I got to check out. <laughs> right, definitely. So can I ask you, uh, what was the first punk rock comp you ever got? First comp that I got? Well, I definitely like the punk, punk and the Swordly, but also there was the... Strength through oil, obviously that's that's one that has been you know something that I've been playing. But there's just a lot. I mean, it, obviously the give them the boot, you know, obviously because that's how you it, that's how you learn about other bands. That's how I was you know growing up. And then once I got severely into punk, I just got you know started collecting and finding and and locating other bands that way. I agree. I mean, I think that's one of the best ways to find bands. You know, the first comp I ever got was actually Skins and Pins. I stole it from a Hot Topic back when I was like 16 years old. I was like, oh, <laughs> this looks cool. You know, even when I was a kid and I don't, didn't know what punk rock was, I always loved Mohawk and stuff like that. <laughs> and so when I saw that comp, I'm like, I need this, but I'm broke. So I took it. And that got me into so many bands that I'm in today. Oxymoron, Patriot, oh, uh, The Subversives. Like, the list goes on and on. You know, like, I went to an Oi Fest in, um, a couple years back, and I saw um, both Bad Company used to be, or Bad, yeah, before, not Bad Company, pardon me, um, Oxymoron, and then I saw Patriot and all these other bands, and I'm like, man, like, those bands are just incredible. Oxymoron is just up there, you know, like, do you have a favorite band that, that you keep going back to whose record you love? Oh, well, I mean, definitely Oxymoron. They were huge for me. They're actually a huge influence on my bass playing. And a lot of people tend to tell me that my bass playing sounds like Oxymoron. Amazing. That's, that yeah. is awesome. That's talent right so, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what was this fest that you went to that you saw on that? It was 2,000 tons of TNT in Hartford, Connecticut, and there was like... Oh, oh was, that the, was that the one? What was it, like 2016 or something? Bad Company did the Oxymoron set? Yes, yes, yes. I yes. was at that. Oh, no way, that's awesome. <laughs> I was there. Nice, that shit was amazing. I fucking had a blast at that fucking show. I couldn't believe it when I heard that a Bad Company was doing that Oxymoron set. Oh, it was, it was amazing. I remember just looking at it being completely like looking at the whole stage and defiance was on there too it's probably one of the best shows i've ever been to so it's just like a huge memory for me so that's cool you were there 
awesome. Fuck yeah. Too bad we didn't meet then. I know. So my, one of my favorite things about that show, though, and I'm sure this wasn't great for the promoter, but I loved how it was supposed to be in that, you know, how, like, they had that big venue for, like, all the bigger bands, and they were going to have all the, like, smaller bands play in the small bar that was attached to it. And then because they didn't sell enough tickets, all the bands ended up playing in the, in the little tiny venue. It was so fucking cool. I well, I remember that. Cause I remember, and I, I even the band X, like I like they were there too, like a bunch of people. I like you just see all these people walking by you in this small place, and you're like, I fucking worshipped you, <laughs> like for many years. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. You know? it, it's not. Do you have a scene over there where you're at right now, or? We have a we have a pretty decent scene. I mean, it's not the same as it's been in previous years. A big thing that's hard for touring bands here is that we're so far away from everywhere that you really want to go play. You know, like eight hours to Omaha, ten hours to Des Moines. Salt Lake City is probably the coolest city that's nearby, but that, even that's eight hours. You know, you gotta if you drive to Wyoming, you can get there in about a hour and a half but you know wyoming is not the most exciting place for a punk rock either no i went there on tour <laughs> i drove by and i was like what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> right sometimes though you sometimes though you'll be surprised about those little towns because they have so few bands coming through that when they get good bands coming through everyone just shows up for it See that you're right about that, you know, because sometimes when you when you go to big cities, they're so used to it, they're so used to having a big scene, they're like, oh, we'll just go to a different place and catch it on. And I'm like, and then you see like the you're right because like there's certain places where I didn't know where the hell I was, and there's like a big crowd of people there. I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I I find that when I when you tour, to connect with the actual bands instead of the venue, has been better. Have you come across that in in touring, like where you where you co- where you connect with other bands, you kind of create like this camaraderie between between each other. Yeah, definitely because sometimes that's all you have, you know. What I mean, even though you know your scene is small, you have those smaller scenes that come together and they travel for each other. That's definitely true. I mean, and also, I, I what do you plan for uh, your band and your label? You know, for the future. Everything cool. <laughs> Just keep <laughs> yeah. keep it up. <laughs> Just keep it up and just keep it the hard work. And I mean, hopefully, you know, build the scene back a little better. I just did a show with this band, Land of Wolves. They're from Seattle. My uh, The singer is my homie that I know from here. I've known him for 10 years or something like that. His name's Joel. Um, we just had them come through here and they played at this venue, Bar Bar, which is this little hole in the wall dive bar that's been around for like 100 years. But the show was excellent. It was a great turnout. Like, I was kind of nervous at first about what the turnout was going to be like, especially because we set it up so fucking close to the show. You know, we only had about a month to make everything work. And so everybody came out and people were messaging me afterwards like, oh, my man, this was a great show. Thank you so much for putting this on. So I just like to, you know, start building everything up here a little more again. And just making it better for bands to come out. So it's worth it to make that eight-hour drive to the middle of the fucking country, you know? We need more people like you because that is amazing. No, seriously. Like, that's amazing. Like, that you're starting something. You're actually doing it. 
you're trying to, you know, build, like start something. Because a lot of people just tend to complain and not do anything. So I give you so much credit for that. Oh, yeah. I, I hate that when people complain about it. It's like, do something about it then. If you're not going to do anything, do who something. is? Yeah, who is? Well, yeah. Any any last things you want to say? Anything you, anything you want to promote? Anything you got? I'm just want to promote my uh, label a little bit. That's kind of my main focus right now. I actually uh, just got a bunch of records from Kurt at Dismantled. He is one of my best fucking friends right now. Like he does so much to help me out with this label stuff. He's been doing it longer than me. Oh yeah, I hear you did an interview with him the other day actually. Yeah, he's a, yeah, I just did him uh just did his interview about a couple of days ago and he's he's seriously a great guy. What you guys are doing are is amazing. Super awesome. But yeah, so yeah. I just wanna build that stuff up and with that I mean you know, the more I do with that and the bigger we get, the more it does for my band and the more it also does for the scene here because that kind of draws attention to what what I'm doing and what we're doing here in Denver, you know? Exactly. And also, I, get, I, I give you guys credit because both of you guys are killing it. You're doing your thing. So, yeah, everybody needs to buy a record from you and and book you book your band everywhere because you are awesome and thank you so much for being on well thank you very much ttrecords.us is the website everybody go on it right now <laughs> all right Hell yeah. so yes yeah. all right well i'll talk to you soon thank you awesome yeah thank you